I am Steve Johnston, founder of nonprofit A Race Against Blindness. What inspired you to create the nonprofit? So my son has a rare genetic condition. He is slowly losing his vision and expected to go blind by the time he's a teenager. And his condition is called retinitis pigmentosa caused by Bardet beetle syndrome, which is an ultra rare condition. And without a lot of advocacy and support for his condition, we decided we were going to take action and be that uh, group that does that. So that was the underlying process and reason why we founded a race against blindness. Can you tell me about Luke? So Luke is an awesome 10 year old kid. He is sweet. He's kind. He's always referred to by his friends as just this great friend that everybody loves. He does karate, he rides bikes, and he loves Pokemon cards. So he is just this awesome, fun, well-rounded 10-year-old boy who is, I am so proud to call him my son and so lucky to be his dad. Can you tell me about some of the key uh, initiatives of the nonprofit? Yeah, the, the main initiative of the nonprofit is really um, funding research to support a cure for his condition. And we are lucky and blessed that we came into this at a time that there was a UK-based research group who was doing research on his condition. And it took us a while to connect with them and find them, um, but we did connect with them eventually. And they were at the point where they had already completed a significant part of the work to get ready for being able to do a clinical trial. And their big hurdle was like, we need the fundraising to be able to put this therapy to a human clinical trial. And that came along at the time that we were starting the nonprofit. And we're like, great, well, we want to do fundraising for, you know, this type of work. So uh, the, the stars just kind of aligned that we had found each other at the right time. So we are actively supporting research for a human clinical trial that could start as soon as we pull together all the fundraising. So it's a really exciting time for us as a nonprofit and the community as a whole. What is it like talking to families that are going through similar situations? It's um, it's inspiring for one thing because they're such strong people. Usually, they're for some reason people going through adversity just find this amazing strength to overcome and endure and just go through these hard times with some type of positivity and uh, you know purpose that is really unique to see in the world. And it's, it's, it's inspiring. It's also heartbreaking because we feel the pain personally of everything that people who are in our similar situation are going through, because as a parent, seeing your child go through something like that is absolutely heartbreaking to watch them lose their vision and know that the things they know and love right now may be taken away from them in the future. So there's that kind of dichotomy of inspiration just by how these people handle handle you know these situations and also just the heartbreak of the reality of what the disease is and how it can progress when i was doing my research i saw some articles about some of the trips you have gone on how how are some of those trips just amazing. So when we got this diagnosis, it really catapulted us into that mindset of we need to appreciate life, we need to live life to the fullest every single day. And with Luke's diagnosis that he someday might not be able to see and experience these things like he can right now, we wanted to take as full of advantage 
as we could. So we hit the road. We spent the entire summer in a adventure van traveling around primarily the Pacific Northwest, seeing all the national parks, seeing all the beautiful things that our country has to offer, and just having really amazing quality family time and making those kind of lifelong memories that will stick with him no matter what happens in the future. Yeah, what is it like seeing his face when you go to these great places? You know, he um, he's kind of one of those kids that's a, he, he's got kind of, he kind of takes things in slowly. You know, he's got that kind of real like stoic demeanor and, you know, um, he just kind of soaks things in. But man, when he sees something that he's really excited about and passionate about, like when we went into Wyoming and we did some dinosaur fossil dig and we got to be a part of a fish fossil excavation site, his like, you know, just he just lights up and he's just this, you know, amazingly like exuberant kid just seeing something for the first time and that that's just one of the most heartwarming feelings that you can have as a um you know as a parent and as anybody on looking everybody who's seen this and been been a part of it they just know that they're witnessing something special um knowing what the reality is for him and knowing that he's seeing something for the first time like that i saw you founded the organization uh with your wife uh, what is it like having that support system and working together on this nonprofit? Well, interestingly, it's actually my ex-wife. We are not married. Oh, and sorry. We, no, that's okay. Uh, and that's an important part of it because uh, what we did as a family and as a you know group of people who all have a singular goal is we we all came around this this one thing to to make that the most important thing to put that first. And to overcome anything else going on in life. And we always had a great relationship, but we really came together to focus on that as a as a family uh, to make sure Luke had everything he needed. And then as a nonprofit to be people who are standing together for this thing, despite everything else, and to uh, to put that together. So the support system, as you mentioned, is incredibly important. We have a close network of family and friends who are all assisting in the nonprofit in some way or another. And it takes a village. Everything in life takes a village, whether you're raising a kid, you're running a business, you're a sports team. Uh, they, every single successful thing in life is, is team-based. And we have tried to embrace that as much as we can with our nonprofit, that the team and the family are all going to do this together. What are some of the things that motivate you? Gosh, well, every single day I wake up with, you know, the motivation here, seeing my son and thinking about what his life could be like without vision. So it doesn't take much more than that to really motivate me. But, you know, from a day to day basis, when you start hearing the words of positivity and encouragement from people that you've never met from people out in the community who see the work that we're doing, or they're going through it themselves, and they have this just outstanding outpouring of support, it's it's so uplifting and moving. And you realize that this cause is so much bigger than just, you know, Luke and trying to save his eyesight and trying to save the eyesight of all the kids with his condition. Um, and so that just motivates me to keep the hope alive and to keep fighting for this because I know that we can do this and we can get there. It's simply just a matter of putting in the work, getting the fundraising and making this thing happen. But um, yeah, it's it's so easy to be motivated with a with a project like this. You do a lot to help your son, but what do you do to help your own mental health? 
That's a great question. I'm a big proponent of taking care of yourself. You can't take care of other people if you don't take care of yourself. So I do make a big uh, commitment towards physical health and physical fitness. I find that that is as therapeutic to anything as possible. If you go and you take an hour to yourself to walk, run, ride a bike, go to the gym, sit in the sauna, do something for yourself and make it something where you're expending energy and being healthy, that one hour a day can let you go back and be productive for the other 23 hours of the day. <laughs> um, but you know, it, it's, uh, it's really important to take that time for yourself because if you don't, then your productivity will drop off, your happiness will drop off and your ability to achieve your mission and help other people will immediately drop off if you're not taking care of yourself. So where do you want to see the organization in the next three to five years? Honestly, in three to five years. So I'd say a realistic scenario for the start of this clinical trial, if we get the fundraising together soon, is it could launch in the next 12 to 18 months. And within 12 to 18 months, this human clinical trial is underway by three to four years out from there. You should start to be able to see some really positive results from the trial. Hopefully you're progressing towards a full FDA approval by that three to five year mark. And then you're looking at being able to treat the thousands of kids who have this condition and, you know, start saving eyesight on a more large scale. So I think that that's a realistic three to five year goal for us and something that we really think will happen and that we are going to fight to make happen. What advice would you give any family going through this? Any family going through any hard time, I think you need to sit down and you need to evaluate the good things that you have in your life. You need to look at what good can come from the situation because you have two choices. You can let a hard situation like this break you and, you know, bring your life down and bring the life of the people around you down. Or you can try to find the good in it and try to turn that into a positive in some way, whether it's like what we did. We're like, okay, we have this window of time where he has preserved vision. We're going to go out and we're going to experience the world. We're going to do some of the things that we've said we would always want to do, but never, never did. Um, So you have to just sit there and try to evaluate that because you can't control the things that happen to you. All you can control is how you react to them. And while Every situation can be heartbreaking, devastating, and hurt immensely. Um, If you react to it the way that you want to react to it, you can control the outcome. And that's that's the most important thing for anybody going through any hard situation, not not just one where there's vision loss. How can people reach out and learn more? So we have a website, eraseagainstblindness.org. So we have some information on there and we're constantly building and expanding what we have on there and information about our organization. We're all very active on social media and all that kind of stuff these days, trying to let people see kind of a glimpse into our lives and what we're doing as a family to, you know, to, to uh, promote the nonprofit. And we um obviously would love to connect on there so the two best ways are the website and social media i'd say 